today on the Rising Coaches Podcast. I talk to our coach all the time. We're just happy to be back in the gym with our guys. I mean, not not being able to get in some work with them these past four months has obviously been really tough, but we're fortunate enough where uh, we've been able to get back with them for five or six weeks and uh, just get some work in with them. Our, our point guard committed to Florida State on Sunday, so that was a really big day for the program. So we're, we're riding on a lot of highs right now throughout these tough times. Thanks for listening to the Rising Coaches Podcast. This is Adam Gordon. And today's episode is a special edition of our Members Spotlight. Each week we select four members to be spotlighted and get to know a little bit more about them. What makes them tick, how they got into the profession, and what their career aspirations are. As the saying goes, it's not about who you know in this profession, it's about who knows you. To be considered for our member Spotlight, simply join Rising Coaches. Visit risingcoaches.com and sign up for a membership today. All of our members get an opportunity to participate on the member spotlight. So please consider signing up so that we can get a chance to get to know you a little bit better. We hope you enjoy today's episode and please follow along with what we're doing on risingcoaches.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Rising Coaches Association, the biggest coaching tree in all of basketball. Sign up for the Rising Coaches Association now for just $120 a year and become part of our community relationships, and development. We talk about it all the time. There's no straight lines in this profession. There's only ups and downs. You need a community that knows exactly what you're going through and has been there before to help lean on during the rough times of the industry. You need genuine relationships, not just exchanging numbers, not just meeting new people uh, at the Final Four in the off season. You should be doing it all year round, and we provide tremendous opportunities to create those genuine relationships all through the year. And finally, development. We have so much content and so many resources so that you can work on your craft and become a better coach. Because we put such a premium and an emphasis on helping you establish new, genuine relationships, it takes all of the political BS side of the business out of the equation for you. All of that gets removed off of your plate. You can just worry about being you, making new friends in the business, and working on your craft and becoming the best coach that you can be and impacting the people that you're around on a daily basis. For more information, visit risingcoaches.com slash membership. That's risingcoaches.com slash membership. So Caleb, uh, how are you, man? Good to see you. I'm doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm just, uh, I talk to our coach all the time. We're just happy to be back in the gym with our guys. I mean, not not being able to get in some work with them these past four months has obviously been really tough, but we're fortunate enough where uh, we've been able to get back with them for five or six weeks and uh, just get some work in with them. Our, our point guard committed to Florida State on Sunday, so that was a really big day for the program. So we're, we're riding on a lot of highs right now throughout these tough times. Nice. Very good. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited about today's like member spotlight because uh, both you, Caleb, and Brian are two people that like – I don't know that we really knew each other at all uh, uh, before, you know, this offseason and coronavirus and rising coaches and really gotten to know you and Brian both uh, quite a bit because how active you guys are in the community and, you know, all the content that you guys are hosting. So uh, it's fun to kind of spotlight that and and, uh, crazy to think like all, all these people that we know now, like we didn't know, you know, three, four months ago. I know it's, it's crazy. I mean, you, you try and look at the positives. 
you, we always had that next play mentality with our guys. And I think I, ju I just embraced that with coronavirus. So it was just another opportunity to learn and get better and uh, continue to meet uh, influential people within the basketball profession. And it's been a great opportunity for me. So I'm really glad that uh, I've been able to take advantage. I mean, I know a lot of people talk about during the during the season, it's tough to to engage in, in all the things that you guys are putting out through Rising Coaches because we're so busy. And I mean, I, I teach. So I'm teaching during the day, going to practice afterwards and, and not to be not to be motivated. But uh, when you get home from those long days, it's tough to hop on a Zoom call and try and learn about a two, three zone or, or kind of learn about some culture uh, that a coach is coming on to talk about. So it's just been really good to kind of buckle down and really, really get better as a coach throughout all this. So it's been great. No question. Um, and we'll get more into like what you're doing with your content a little later. Uh, but first of all, tell, tell everyone where you're at. Tell everyone where you coach at. Uh, so I'm an assistant coach at Westtown. Uh, right now, we're, we're the third best high school team in the country. So uh, we got a lot of great guys coming back. We have three five stars. Uh, Derek Lively's a seven foot five star. Frank Kepnang's a seven foot five star. And uh, Jalen Worley, who I talked about earlier, he just committed to Florida State. So uh, we got a lot of great talent. Um, and I think it's even more, more so we have great guys. These guys are in the classroom. They're constantly working. Uh, to be great people, to be great students, and, and they're just blessed with God-given uh, abilities to be successful on the basketball court. So I mean, it's been a great opportunity for me. Uh, we have we have we have so many college coaches coming through our gym to recruit our players. So I mean, as a young coach trying to break into the business, that's been great for me uh, to kind of be the touch point between some of the assistants and head coaches recruiting our guys and build some relationships with them, and kind of just offer some insight being around all these guys. Uh, I think it's fun. It's just funny being around all these high level recruits. I was never around this level of basketball when I was in high school and college and just being around them and realizing that they're just like they're just like any other high school kid. They love to be on TikTok. They love Snapchat, Instagram, all the same things that I was doing in high school. They do the same thing. So it's just a really eye opening experience being around high level coaches, high level players. And I just got to give a huge shout out to my head coach, Seth Berger. Uh, he's one of the best in the business. It's really taking me under his wing and helped mentor me. Uh, he's a great guy that I look up to for advice and he's just helped me so much in, in trying to get into the college ranks and, and be successful in, in all the things that I'm trying to do. So huge shout out to my head coach, Seth Berger. Yes. Always give the boss a shout out. <laughs> always <good business>. <laughs> um, so, all right, Caleb, how, how long have you been there at West Ham? This is, this is, this is coming up on year three. So two year years three. under my belt going into year three now. Okay, so tell us, let's go back and tell us, like, you know, your relationship with the game of basketball growing up and, you know, when you decided you wanted to get into coaching. No, definitely. So, I mean, I think basketball was kind of just ingrained in us. Uh, my uncle played overseas. Uh, my dad played at the University of Pittsburgh. So, uh, we, my, uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but both my aunt and my mom kind of married into basketball family. So, my brother... Uh, my two cousins, we all play basketball. I have three sisters that uh, two of them play basketball. Um, so it's just it's just been a family thing uh, since growing up. I mean, it's just uh, it just really grow it just really brought us together. I mean, long road trips with your parents, talking about all kinds of different things and the things that basketball can take you. I mean, that's a perfect example of how uh, a, a walk on D two basketball player like me can can end up at, at a high level high school at like West Town. So I mean, it's just been great. Uh, I was fortunate enough, Billy Lang at St. Joe's. So he's the head coach at St. Joe's. His dad uh, was my high school coach. So uh, Bill Lang was my high school coach. And, and he was one of Seth's mentors growing up in the business. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think that just connecting the dots, you never know the connections that people have. And if I would have been a bad player or I wasn't a good program guy, there's no way Coach Lang would have recommended me to Seth um, for him to hire me. So, uh, 
I got to give a, another shout out to, to my coach at Westchester. He, he kind of gave me the advice that, uh, that the guys try and get into coaching after college. And, and since I wasn't going to play at Westchester uh, very much as a walk on, he said, we'll try and get a three or four year head start on some of those guys. So I, I was coaching at a, at a, a high school in Westchester, a girls varsity team. Uh, another shout out to Coach Destrani. She uh, she gave me my first head coaching position uh, at Westchester East with their girls team, and uh, just went home to see my brother play. Was talking to Coach Lang, and he said that Seth had an assistant step down, and that he was looking for another assistant. So he made a phone call, uh, went up to went up to campus, and interviewed with Seth. And, and we've been going strong ever since. He hired me on the spot, and I just got to say that was the best decision that 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 I hope he's ever made, and the best decision I've ever made accepting that job because. Again, the, the the things that I the things that I've been able to learn and grow through my experiences at Westtown have been unmatched. So, I mean, it's just crazy how it comes full circle. And again, you never know how well people are connected and who knows who. And like I said, you got to make sure you're always doing your job at a high level. I mean, it's tough because in my situation, there's no way that as a player I knew I wanted to coach. But if I still would have been a bad player or a bad program guy, like I said, there's no way Coach Lang recommends me to Seth. So you just always got to be taking care of business and producing at a high level because you never know who's connected and how those are going to help you later down the road. No question. You never know who's watching, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so speaking, since you brought up you as a player, we got we to gotta get to it. The million-dollar question. We need the scouting report. Scouting report was uh, tough, really good defender. Uh, I think I think I kind of I kind of say I was a three and D guy before it kind of became a became an NBA thing. So I was a three and D guy, always guarded the, the other team's best player. Uh, was able to stretch the floor, get to the basket, could put it on the deck a little bit. Uh, I mean, it, I think it just had a great journey. So I, I played on the freshman team my freshman year, played JV my sophomore and junior year. So I wasn't able to play with, with some of my with some of my buddies uh, that junior year on varsity, but I just continued to work. Um, and, and senior year, I, I kind of all paid off and just, just that hard work of those three years and coach just realized he couldn't keep me on the bench, um, anymore that I, that I'd continue to develop and got better. And, and I was able to contribute that final year. So that was a, that was a really great experience for me. Just going through adversity. Uh, it's tough when you're not playing with your buddies. I wasn't even sitting on the bench at varsity games. So I, I was watching my friends play from the sidelines with my parents. So just not being able to take part in that kind of thing w was tough, but that adversity piece was, a. Uh, was huge for me. And that's just something that I take in into the coaching game that things are going to be tough. I mean, a lot of people think that coaching at Westtown is all fun and games, but it's tough when you're, when you're managing high level guys and we're, we're playing, we're playing college level dudes. Like we played Terrence Clark, who's going to Kentucky this year and just trying to find a game plan to scheme against him and, and take away some of the things that, that he's amazing at was tough. But I mean, that's part of the game and that's how we all get better. So it's been a great experience as a player. But uh, just just glad that, that adversity lesson really uh, really hit home for me as I continue to grow throughout this business. No doubt, three and D guy. Three and I D love guy. it. Yep. Were you? Did you play on the wing or what played position? I played on the wing. I was like a I was like a shooting guard. I was a shooting guard. You were too. Okay, got it. Um, how were the handle? Like if they were pressing, Shoot. were they confident you bringing the ball up or? No, or that, not? Was little, that was a little shaky. That was a little shaky. <laughs> okay. Well, it wasn't very good, but uh, I, I could do a little. I could do something on the wing. If I had to get to the basket, a straight line drive, I could take care of that. But uh, anything else, Coach Lang wasn't comfortable with me putting the ball on the floor in a press. So I, I was, the, I was the break. I was the middle guy, just pass it in and get it back to the point guard. So that was there my job. Go. I love it. Um, okay, so this is the West Town job. When did you did that go through while you were still in undergrad? Is that when you got hired, or is it right after you graduated? So I started at, so I was a coach at Westchester East my junior year and my first year at Westtown was my senior year. So I was still an undergrad 
uh, and I was actually student teaching as well. So there was just a lot of stuff going on, taking classes, student teaching. Um, so it was it was it was tough to manage, and uh, especially being my first year around high level basketball. Again, I had never been around that level of basketball before, so it was tough to manage. But I think one of the one of the great things was since I wasn't really able to help the players basketball wise, like I, I had never even heard like icing a screen or blitzing a ball screen. I'd never heard any of those terms. Uh, so I, I just got to know them as players. So they knew that I cared about them. So coming into year two, when, when my basketball knowledge really took off, they knew that I was looking out for their best interest. So I mean, I think that first year was amazing just because I wasn't able to help them basketball wise. I got to know all of our players as people and players and individuals so that in year two, year three, year four, however long I'm at West Town, they know that I'm looking out for their best interest and anything that I give them is to help them get better. So it was a great experience. Definitely tough to manage. But I feel like the time management piece was uh, was good, especially in this business. You got to be able to juggle a lot of things. So good experience overall. Yeah, that's great. Okay, quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. I'm excited to tell you about them. We have a new partner. They're called Fulcrum Tech. Fulcrum Technologies works with teams in the ACC, SEC, Pac-12, uh, and more to solve their video needs while saving them money. Angles, their elite video analysis product, allows multiple angle video analysis, in-depth statistics, and importing and exporting of data and video from other systems, all while saving teams thousands of dollars. Fulcrum's Piston product can give you multiple angle instant replay right on the court, both for officials and for immediate teaching. Send them a DM on Twitter at Fulcrum Tech, without an H at the end, so F-U-L-C-R-U-M-T-E-C, uh, or email sales at fulcrumtech.com to learn more. Do more, save money, regain the leverage with Fulcrum Tech. We talk about like getting your start at the high school level. You know, I know so many people uh, that ask for advice how to get in and all that stuff. They're, they're so consumed with like, oh, I want to be at the high major level. I want to be division one. They're like, you know, a lot of times they're like players, like, it's like D1 or nothing, mm-hmm. which, which like I got my start at the D2 and JUCO route. Um, and there's just something to be said for starting at a lower level where you have to wear like so many hats. Have you found like uh, obviously that's all, you know, in terms of your start. But like, have you found that to be super beneficial and probably more fun because you're like making major impact where you're at? No, definitely. I mean, I think at, at West Island, I'm the youngest assistant. So uh, a couple of our other assistants have, have wife and kids. So sometimes Johnny has to do math homework. Uh, so they can't always get to every practice. So sometimes I got to sweep the floor. Sometimes I have to wash the jerseys. If our equipment manager isn't, if we have a weekend game or a back-to-back, I'll take the jerseys home and wash them at my apartment. Um, so, I mean, it's just it's just so many different roles that, that, that I've been able to have. Um, here at West Town because we have, I mean, we have a high level program at, with a high school budget. So it does get hard to manage some things sometimes, but that's just is more opportunity for me. And I think it's, it's such a great experience. I think, again, people do want to go to division one level, but I think it's better to, to kind of get your feet wet. Cause I think a lot of the times people will get to that level and not know what to do and they burn out. And it, if you can't be successful at that level, it's going to be super hard to get back into that level. Um, so to build yourself up, build up your, your acumen, whether that's X's and O's recruiting, 
whatever the whatever the job that you're asked to do, do it at, at a lower level, become successful, uh, get some success under your belt, build up a resume, and then move on to the to the D1 level. I mean, obviously that's all of our goals. But if you again, if you get there and you're not successful, it's going to be super tough to get back to that level, uh, produce at a high level. So so take take your time, don't rush it. I mean, it's it's pretty easy for me to say. When, when you're coaching guys that'll be in the NBA, a lot of the times we would we would beat some college programs. But I mean, at the same time, it's been a great experience in the little things that people don't realize walking, washing jerseys. If you don't have jerseys, you, your high major guys can't play play against other high major guys. So if I don't do that, then we can't play. So, I mean, I just think that there's so many little things that, that people don't see about the business that they want to rush and, and go on the go on the road and recruit and, and play in those playing those NCAA tournament games, but unless you're taking care of business before that, you can't get to that level. Excuse me. I had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So you just like referred to it a few times, um, the high level talents you just have there at West Town. Talk about like coaching that caliber player. Uh, what is the difference? What's the key? You know, uh, yeah, those two things. Like what is the difference between coaching high level, like, high major talent dudes versus, you know, like an, a good player at an average school. Uh, and then, uh, so the difference in the key to coaching that caliber. Uh, I mean, I think you got to be prepared. Um, these guys are, are, are performing at the highest level and they can kind of call you out on things if you don't know what you're talking about or if you're not prepared. So uh, we meet, we have a group message and, and, and we're talking in that as coaches every day. Hours at a time, preparing what ball screen coverage we're going to work on. How you, what's the counter to the ball screen coverage if they blitz and they take away the short roll, or if they ice hit the pop man. Uh, so we have to make sure that they were always on, on go as a staff and always have things ready. But I mean, I think a lot of the times we're fortunate enough where we're we've we've built a, such a successful program, we can kind of be selective in who we're bringing in to our program. So a lot of the times uh, you might have a hothead, five star kid that that's not really willing to to get coaching. But uh, at the same time, again, we can be selective and we can maybe take a four star or a five star that is willing to, to get coaches. And we can talk to coaches prior to kind of see what kind of person they are. Um, we're huge on academics. Uh, this season, we, we played Brewster Academy, arguably one of the one of the top five high school teams in the country. And we have a wing that's at Pittsburgh this year. He's going to be a freshman and his grades weren't up to par. He wasn't taking business in the classroom and we didn't let him play in that game. So uh, we're really serious about academics. And, and if you're not handling business in the classroom, you're not going to perform on the court. So I think it, it, it's a little bit easier in our case because, again, we can be kind of selective in who we're bringing to campus. But, uh, I mean, I just think being prepared and, and again, just caring about the kids. It, it's tough because they have so many people in their ears, especially on social media. I mean, these guys have, have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers. So they have people in their ears about where they should go to school or how many points they got or how many touches they got the last game. So just, just keeping a, a level head and just making sure they're aware that the only, the only voices that matter are the voices that are coming in this locker room. Uh, and, and when you put that Jersey on, when we put our coaches polos on it, it's all about West Town and that name on the front of your Jersey. And, and that's the only thing that matters. So I think it's easy for us because we, we can kind of be selective in who we're bringing to our program and we're making sure that we're bringing in high academic, high character, high basketball playing kids. So we're really fortunate in that aspect. Yeah, it's big time. Um, all right, Caleb, let's talk a little bit about like what you've been doing over the last few months during coronavirus. You've been, uh, one of the most active members in the rising coaches community, which is awesome. Uh, and in addition, you've, you've like started hosting your own 
Zooms and creating your own content. Uh, what's that experience been like? Uh, it's been a great experience. I mean, I feel like I've been able to learn and grow uh, so much throughout this and just hope that the members through Rising Coaches and, and even open it up on social media. If someone DMs me on Twitter, or Instagram, ask for the link, uh, more than willing to send it. Uh, again, being at West Town, again, we have high level coaches recruiting our guys and being able to build those relationships uh, is key. Tony Bennett was recruiting our point guard and, and our big man. And he's he just came into practice and stayed 30, 40 uh, minutes after practice, just chopping it up with our with our coaching staff. And I mean, if Tony Bennett can share information like that, why can't I? Just a young assistant at West Town. So just wanted to, to, to give back. I mean, I, our head coach always coins this. Don't be selfish. Uh, I could easily keep all this information. Tony Bennett's pack line defense. Uh, I'm, I'm trying in the works of having Adam Fisher, the offensive coordinator, at University of Miami, come on and talk about their potent offense. Uh, just, just I could easily be selfish and keep that all that information to myself and only use that for our West Town guys and the staff that I get onto. Hopefully, um, in college, but that that's just not the, that's not the way to go about the business. You want to make sure that that you're learning and growing and helping other coaches do that because then their players are, are getting put in better positions. And, and you never know that their kid takes a charge in front of a D one coach. And he loves that gets an offer because of the defensive scheme that that coach put in from, from a call that, that I hosted. I mean, I think that's the, that's the best part. So uh, you never know what, what, what these calls and what the information that, that the audience members are able to learn and take away from can help their players. And ultimately that's, that's been the best part. Just, just having people DM me, text me uh coach i love that call with coach yesterday i was able to learn so much i can't wait to implement it in my offense send it to my head coach uh so that's been the best part and i mean it's just been great for me to get my name out there uh just just kind of show the 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 versatility that i'd be able to bring to a college staff when it's time for me to make the jump uh to a division one program so it's been great for me great for the audience and, and hopefully it's been great for rising coaches just just again trying to promote the brand. I mean, all the things that that all of you have done for me, I, I can't thank you guys enough. So it's just been great to, to kind of give back to the community. And uh, hopefully everyone's been able to, to learn and grow just like I have. So it's been a great opportunity for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you've done a great job with it, like we said. Uh, unbelievable speakers that you've been able to bring in and great content. So it's much appreciated. Um, uh, okay, uh, last question for you, Caleb. Give us a book or a podcast recommendation. Book or podcast recommendation. Uh, Put you on the spot. I'm big with with, with Gary V and Eric mm-hmm. Thomas. I follow them both on Instagram. And I think a lot of the times they're talking about not worrying about what other people think of you. So uh, both my parents, not to go on a tangent, both my parents are computer engineers uh, both of them made a lot of money growing up. And, and when I told them I wanted to be a teacher and coach, uh, they kind of looked at me sideways. And, and a lot of the times Gary Vee talks about doing things that your parents want you to do ultimately doesn't lead you to be successful and doesn't lead you to be happy because you're not doing what you love. I love working with kids. Uh, I was teaching first grade this year. So I got to got to be on, on the lower end of the spectrum where I was looking down on my students. And then I go to West Town after school and I look up at my players. So just being on both ends of the spectrum, being able to help uh, young people out in, in both aspects of academics and, and athletics has, has been great. And no, I'll never make as much money as they do. But I mean, the impact that I get to make on a daily on a daily uh, basis is that that's worth more more money than than they'll ever make in their lives. And, and I love what they do. I love the lifestyle they were able to afford me growing up. And uh, I just hope that that I'm able to to kind of supplement that with the impact that I'm able to make on my players and students. And uh, 
it's just been great. I would definitely say check out both of their podcasts, Gary V and Eric Thomas, just constantly keeping you motivated, especially during this time. It's been tough to stay motivated. But, uh, I mean, Eric Thomas talks about just having that dog in you. It's uh, it's easy to fall off during quarantine, but uh, the real the real, the real, real dudes and the real girls with dog in them, they, they continue to get better and uh, help their players out. So I'm going to think both of those two guys have had a huge impact on my professional and personal lives and some of the things that I've changed in my life and routine-wise and, and trying to be the most successful person I can be. So I definitely say Gary V, uh, his podcast, and Eric Thomas, his podcast have been really great for me throughout quarantine for sure. I love it. Great stuff, man. Uh, well, Caleb, I appreciate you taking the time today and and jumping on this member spotlight with us. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. What's up, podcast fans? I want to share some information about one of our partners, Lucio Sports. The team at Lucio has built an integrated platform of coaching productivity and player development apps that are being used by some of the best basketball programs around the globe, helping everyone from NBA champions to youth development academies. Their innovative and competitive memorization games make it so much easier for new players and staff members to remotely get caught up to speed. With animated playbooks, drill libraries, player development planning and monitoring, engaging game plans and scouting reports, predictive play drawing, their content services team, and more, Lucio Sports has got you covered. From players to coaches to support staff and executives, use Lucio Sports to securely keep everyone in your organization on the same page with simple on-demand access to your team's entire knowledge base. For more information, check out luciosports.com. That's L-U-C-E-O sports.com.